Good day, everyone. This is your favorite podcast titled Bear It. And today, Bolade Afolabi, yeah, that's me, is bringing to you another exciting and enlightening episode. Today, I have on my desk the topic sexual molestation. I can feel a chill running down someone's spine. <laughs> Put yourself together. That's why this podcast is called Bear It. Let's iron out these trivialized issues. Sexual molest is also known as sexual abuse. Yes, these words are the same and they can be used interchangeably. Sexual abuse is an abusive sexual behavior by one person upon another. I want to divert a little and I apologize for that. There's a difference between sexual abuse and sexual assault. Yes, the difference is sexual assault is when the first on the other person is immediate usually a short duration and infrequent, that is, it may be once. Now back to sexual abuse. This term also depicts any behavior by an adult or older adolescent to simulate sexual activities. To add to your knowledge, most victims and perpetrators know each other. The perpetrators are the sexual abusers. What exactly am I trying to bring out? Most people experience sexual abuse at a very young age. Let me give you examples. A teacher, either male or female, to a pupil or student. A vivid point is lesson teachers or tutors to a word or child. Another example is parents to child, especially father to daughter. This year alone, many cases of fathers sleeping with their daughters to the point of them getting pregnant. News like this are always disheartening. Because how can a father in his right sense destroy his daughter's life? Sometimes I ask myself, where were the mothers? That's a full topic for another day. Another example is religious leaders to followers, neighbors to neighbors' children. The most common is siblings to siblings. All these are under sexual abuse. When a child gets exposed to sex at a very young age, except for God's intervention, the human curiosity based in us would want us to explore more on what exactly it is. Like the incident would keep flashing through the child's head. People don't become masturbators suddenly. It starts from somewhere. That early stage experience. That day the auntie pulled his trousers down. That day the uncle fondled with her breast, all in the name of giving math lesson. Now let me give you real life instances of what I'm talking about. One of my friends told me when he was young that he visited a family friend's house but met only the elder sister at home. While he was sitting in the sitting room watching TV, the auntie, stark naked, came out of the bathroom and came to the living room where he was sitting and went back without even bothering he was in the sitting room. He said he was shocked to even move at the moment. Since then, the image kept playing in his head. Can you imagine, like, a child? And another is about a girl when she was at elementary school. A guy in her class told her to rub his penis. Can you imagine that too? That means he would have been exposed to certain things at home before coming to experiment it on his friends at school. Majority of kids are exposed to pornography at a very young age. And an exception. At some stage in life, there are events that just happen, like factors you can't even control. You just have to learn to deal with it and come out alive. (laughs) 
Okay, being exposed to such things bring damage to one's life. But many people out there are ignorant of this. One question is, is there a way we can curb or stop totally these factors from happening? Now you see adults, men and women having problem in seeking to one woman or man. Their wives or husbands, they have problem in their relationships all because of that sexual they experienced when they were little. Hmm. Parents, it boils down to your responsibility. Though there's this thing I believe, you can never give your child 100% protection. I tell you, you can't. Some parents try to do it and they receive regrets at the end. You can still save your child from that pervert or pedophile, uncle or aunt, at school, at home or anywhere. You give your children smartphones and you don't monitor the sites they visit. Daddy and mommy, you are not on a good ride. Wait, <laughs> I stand for the youths, the teenagers and the preteens. If you turn into a monitoring spirit and you don't let us live our lives, Daddy and mommy, you are not also on a good ride. <laughs> I stand for the youths. <laughs> Fellow youths, teenagers out there, if you find yourself addicted to pornography and masturbation as a result of childhood experiences, I know I can't blame you, but I want you to know that it's damaging. It's damaging you. The truth is bitter, but we got to hear it. You yourself know that it's not helping you at all. It is a disgraceful act, you know. Earlier this year, when everyone was asked to stay at home and virtual meetings was the order of the day, a video went viral, a video of a man who was in a virtual meeting with his colleagues. He forgot to turn off his video cam and he started masturbating. The reactions of his colleagues were something else. They were shocked. When I was watching that video, I was shocked too. And so will other people be. He will carry that cloud of embarrassment on his head everywhere he goes. Everywhere. People, there are many ways you can cut off from that disgraceful habit. One, be determined. It may not stop at once, but be determined. Another is get yourself occupied. Operation no time for masturbation. Same goes to our parents on this boat. Stopping this aftermath experience starts from childhood. So parents listening to this, help your children. Don't be a roaring lion that your children cannot talk to you about matters because they know you would turn the matter upside down. Uncles and aunties, cousins, nieces and nephews, brothers and sisters, that you can hold yourself, go and get married and stop destroying people's life. I beg of you. You may think you've enjoyed that moment. No, you've spoiled a person's life. You've killed a person. If a person is torn apart by the traumas and commits suicide, my brother, my sister, you've killed a person. I pray God helps us all. I pray the Holy Spirit helps us to keep our body for our future spouse. In Jesus' name, amen. So we've come to the end of today's episode. I trust you've learned something. Next week, I'm bringing to the dining table another sumptuous meal. I mean topic. <laughs> Don't forget to share this podcast link to your friends. 0810965 is my phone number. You can call or chat me on WhatsApp if you'd like to talk with me. Suggest topics or tell me my mistakes. Okay, enjoy yourselves. I remain Bolade Afalabi, your host. Bye.